Hello my beauties and welcome to a brand new episode of Tea Talk with Sha. Today we're going to be getting into all the trending topics, everything that's all over social media and the internet. And we're also going to be talking about the toxicity of comparison. So you're not going to want to miss this episode. Stay tuned. Alright my beauties, let's get right into these trending topics. So the first one, Megan and Harry of Sussex are expecting their second child. Um, Megan is overjoyed and so is Harry after she suffered a miscarriage last year and um, they had a beautiful baby boy the year or two years prior to that, I believe in 2017. So um Megan did disclose that she's pregnant, um, that they're very happy. Everything is going well with this pregnancy so far, you know, so wishing her the best and she's 39 years old. So she did disclose that this will probably be her last child, but she wanted for Archie to have a sibling. Um, and that was something that was pretty important to her. So she is carrying her second child. They're both very excited. We're so happy for them. Um, it's really hard, especially, you know, when you're older and, you know, you suffered a a late term miscarriage, it's really hard to kind of get back into the swing of like trying to get pregnant again and all that stuff. So we're just so happy for them and hoping for a healthy baby in the next few months. Okay. The next topic, April and Dr. Dre Lord. So sometime last week, it was hinted around the gossip blogs and the news sites that Dr. Dre already had a new girlfriend and she was somebody that's been on TV a lot and that has been all over, you know, social media, reality TV scene, all of that. And of course, never failing right in the comments. Let me tell you guys something. If you ever want to know some tea and it's in between weeks and you're waiting for tea talk and you're like, how am I going to find out who it is? Scroll through the comments. People will drop the name in the comments and you can know before others. Cause sometimes, you know, blogs don't want to post exactly who it is. They'll just do like a blind item, like such and such. Cause they don't want to be the first one to say it because sometimes that's how you get sued. So they'll wait till it comes out multiple places and then say the name. But beforehand, they'll still write a blind item like there's a popular reality star who, you know what I mean? If you go in the comments, they usually will disclose who it is. Um, And Dr. Dre bought her a new car for her birthday. He is, of course, everyone knows, in a very public divorce um, with his estranged wife, Nicole. And April is actually on the Love and Hip Hop reunion show, kind of in a back and forth with uh, Fizz, who was, um, you know, her boyfriend when they were filming Love and Hip Hop um, LA or Hollywood, whatever they call it, the one in California. I, um, I don't know. I was surprised by this relationship. I feel like April is trying to um, find somebody who can keep her in the lifestyle that she's accustomed. And honestly, I'll be honest with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think she's a gold digger. I think that being on TV so often has put her in social circles where a Dr. Dre would see her or, you know, a big celebrity would see her and it kind of puts her in a position to really date a lot of these, you know, celebrity, rich, famous men. You know, she's a beautiful girl. 
Um, you know, she does have two kids, but in this day and age, that's nothing that's going to stop a man. Um, they're well taken care of. It seems like she's an amazing co-parent with Amorian. So what's the problem? I think a lot of people are seeing her on a reality show with another man and then seeing him go through, you know, the health crisis. He had an embolism. He's going through a divorce and be like, wow, like maybe this isn't the time for you to date, but it's really not our place to decide when people want to date. I mean, they're two single adults who obviously are attracted to each other and that's really all it takes. Like, I don't know why people are so perplexed. Yes, he's older. Yes, there's an age gap, but he has money and everybody knows older men love to date young, beautiful women. You know, this is nothing new. Uh, so I guess, you know, wish the happy couple <laughs> the best in the world. And I hope that Dr. Dre is able to wrap his divorce up soon so that he can go back to living the life of privacy that he once lived because he was never out there about his personal life, except for the domestic violence against Michelle. Can't forget that, um, that did come out in her biopic, but other than that, it was just kind of like, you know, he was very under the radar when it came to his life and his kids and his wife and things like that. So hopefully after this, he can go back <laughs> to doing that. Um, the next topic, very sad. Nicki Minaj's father was killed in a hit and run over the weekend. Um, you know, he was 64 years old and his name is Robert, um, Mirage, I believe. And so, you know, Nikki is obviously taking some time to, to, you know, just bury her father and, you know, everybody's praying for her and wishing her the best and, you know, offering up her some, some emotional, emotional support. You know, she has a new baby at home. Um, and she's kind of, that's been her main focus and, you know, having her father die 64 is so young um, actually very close in age to my parents. So I can't imagine. And, you know, it's just terrible. The hit and run, you just don't feel like you'll get that closure because the person just kind of pulled off on whatever accident occurred that ended up taking his life. So we're really hoping for better days for Nikki and her praying for her entire family that everyone, you know, feels some peace very soon. All right. Her ex, Meek Mill, and 6ix9ine got into a fight. After a club appearance, 6ix9ine was waiting on Meek, I guess, in the celebrity area. You know, these venues have parking decks, back doors, different things like that for the celebrities to go in and out because, you know, they don't want to create a scene or a mob after their appearance or before their appearance when they're trying to get into these club spaces. Um... So after the appearance, 6ix9ine was waiting on Meek. Meek had security with him, and apparently it looked like 6ix9ine didn't, which was funny to me because he usually rolls around with a couple different security guards, and you never really see him by himself anywhere. So I was surprised he didn't have security. He was filming the whole thing and making it seem like, you know, Meek was running away from the fight. The two have been in a battle for a while now because Meek continues to not understand how people could support um, 6 ix music after he, um, you know, told the feds about the Treyway gang and everything he was affiliated in. 
um, when he was like at the height of his success and Meek and other rappers just can't understand like how he's still allowed to move around in the streets after he's, you know, told on people, um, which is a whole other situation I might do a podcast on because it's just so weird to me how so many rappers have cooperated in the past to, you know, have their freedom and he's the one that's kind of singled out. Um, but that's another podcast. We're going to get into that. Cause I, 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 I have thoughts on that. Um, <laughs> so they just, you know, we're trying to get into it and at the club or whatever. And it's just a back and forth between Meek and academics who I guess support six, nine and other people who support six, nine. And they just go back and forth on, you know, really being from the street life and, um, telling, the business of the streets, I guess, in order to not be in jail for, um, an extended period. So I guess more to follow on that. Nothing really happens. So I guess it's just one of those things. Um, moving on, Rihanna hints at the R9 album may be closer than we think in a new Instagram video, the superstar, um, was wearing a filter and she was talking about, you know, how, the Navy, the re- the re-Navy is waiting on this new album and how they've been waiting on this new album and they can't wait for her to put it out. The Navy went crazy, reposting, started like having predictions of when the album's going to come out, what the album's going to be. And I mean, we've been waiting since for a long time. You told us 2019, 2020 has come and gone. We still didn't get an album. Um, but she's an activist. She's a mogul now. All these businesses that have just really blown up for her, Savage and her makeup line. She did say that she's going to take a break from her clothing line. I really feel like her clothing line hasn't been the crown jewel in her businesses. Um, and I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. The clothes were cute and flirty and whatnot, but they're very overpriced. They're not at a price point that most people can afford. And so you kind of run the risk of, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, you run the risk of a lot of people not wanting it anyway. So it just, to me, makes the most sense for her to take this break. So we hope that, you know, she'll come back with another line and stuff like that. I think what will be really hot for her to do is a more accessible line for like H&M or something like that and get her fat, get her style and fashion into something like that where people can actually get the clothes like a hundred dollars or less versus like doing something upscale. I just don't think that, you know, unless you're just making it for your celebrity friends, that's one thing, but for the general masses, I, I don't think it was a hit. All right, moving on to the last topic. This one was a doozy. A personal shopper gets away with over $1 million from comedian Kevin Hart. So Kevin Hart has kind of come forward and it's come out that he is actually in court with his former personal shopper, Dylan Jason Schuyler. And apparently from, or allegedly from 2017 to 2019, um, Dylan used Hart's card, um, in multiple different unauthorized credit card purchases to buy things that were supposed to be for Kevin's 
wardrobe, you know, shoes, hats, clothes, hoodies, sneakers, um, socks, all that good stuff. Um, and was actually buying other items with his credit cards. I was just like, oh my goodness, Kevin got ran off on the plug twice. It was just so funny to me when I read this and I'm just like, you know, I'm not the biggest Kevin Hart fan. I don't know if I've disclosed that on the podcast, but it's just something about him. It's just like, you know, it's hard to even put into words what it is because I was a huge Kevin Hart fan. I remember when he came to my college, I was like so excited. We got floor seats so I could sit there and listen to him. And it was so funny. And I like literally had a stomach ache because it was just hilarious. But the last thing he put out, that reality show where he was talking about cheating on his wife and kind of what his life looks like now, I was just so turned off by it. It was just like, whew, if I was a publicist, I would have pre-screened that and been like, no Netflix, we're going to go ahead and pull it. We're going to pull it because that right there was just, oh my God, it was not the representation of black men that I wanted to see on my screen at all like at all no thank you no ma'am like I just couldn't so you know Dylan is on trial um I guess they've been going through the charges and the thing is that Kevin was also using the credit card at this time so with fraud it's so much easier to prove if the credit card has been stolen or there's a clump of charges that aren't yours but in between the fraudulent charges are legit charges that Kevin was making. So it's just like, I mean, to have someone else have a print of your credit card is just so wild. I don't know if I would let that my fiance have that. You know what I mean? That's a lot of access to your money for them to have their own, you know, version of your credit card for both of you guys to be able to swipe um, with it. It's just uh, a little too much um, for me. And I think that that's something he will not do again because a million dollars in purchases over the span of what, two years, you know, Dylan was going in. Um, and I do hope that Kevin gets his money back and he's made whole from this fraud because nobody should be stolen from. Um, but just, you know, it's a good lesson that you cannot trust everybody. And especially when people know where your credit limits are, they'll go wild. Um, these have been our trending topics for this week. Stay tuned for our sports report. Hello, hello, hello out there and welcome to the sports update with J-Rob. I will be covering news and notes from the NBA. So let's get started with the injury news. Los Angeles Lakers forward Anthony Davis re-aggravated his Achilles injury. The number of games he will be out is unknown. Uh, The Brooklyn Nets forward Kevin Durant is out at least two games with a hamstring strain. So now let's see which teams from the East and which teams from the West are leading their respective conferences. Let's start with the Eastern Conference. The number one seed right now in the Eastern Conference is the Philadelphia 76ers. The number two seed in the Eastern Conference is the Milwaukee Bucks. And the number three seed in the Eastern Conference is the Brooklyn Nets. Let's move on to the Western Conference. The number one seed in the Western Conference is the Utah Jazz. The number two seed in the Western Conference is the Los Angeles Lakers. And the number three seed in the Western Conference is the Los Angeles 
Clippers. I also want to note that the 2021 NBA All-Star Game will take place in Atlanta, Georgia on March 7th. The NBA is allowing fans to vote uh, like they always have and the top three vote getters so far are LeBron James is number one. Kevin Durant is number two and Steph Curry is number three. And this has been the sports update with J-Rob. Have an awesome week. All right, guys, you know what I'm going to say. This is my favorite part of the podcast. Um, This is where we do a deep dive into a topic that's been on my mind or that I feel like I want to shed some light on. And I've been wanting to do this one for a while, um, but other things have like come up and whatever. So today we're going to be talking about toxic comparisons, specifically with social media. So social media has... um, the has made appearance more important than reality, like what's really going on. And people show you exactly what they want you to see on social media. So, you know, if you're having a great day, you're having a bad day, whatever, like some people decide to show you everything. Some people go into the highs and lows and all the in-betweens of what they've been going through. And then some people just show you, you know, the highlights of their life. I feel like my personal Instagram is more like that. It's like, I don't make a whole post about the days that are bad or things that have happened to me. Um, it's mostly just, you know, the highlights, like somebody's birthday, somebody's whatever, somebody's whatever. And then in my story, sometime I'll go into, you know, what's really going on or whatever. But I just feel like, the more that you put yourself out there information wise, the more that that that's out there that could come back to haunt you in the in the future. You just don't want to put out things that can come back and bite you in the butt later. You know what I mean? I think a perfect example of this is when Kylie Jenner um, was posting selfies and body pics every single day while she was pregnant because her pregnancy was a huge secret. And before she was showing, she just took tons of photos, videos, selfies, everything to be able to continue to post every day or every other day while she was pregnant, old photos that no one had seen to kind of conceal her pregnancy. And I truly feel like this is something that she got away with because she was able to kind of conceal her pregnancy for so long. Um, there was just a lot of other examples of social media being fake and not being real and kind of being all over the place and people just believing every single thing. And most of these items that celebrities have are rented. They're not even theirs, their homes, their cars, their jewelry, they're on loan or being rented from someone else for the appearance of wealth, the appearance of, you know, this is the winning team over here. Like you got to get to this winning team. And a lot of other comparisons that are, you know, toxic are the way that these celebrities look, you know, they're beautiful, they're flawless, but we also have to remember too, it's just like, these pictures are sent to an editor. These pictures are completely edited and, you know, all the imperfections are being removed before they post them to Instagram. It's not like us. We pop a filter on and we post it and like hope for the best. They are having, you know, expert 
you know, computer geniuses go in and, you know, smooth out blemishes, suck in tummies, you know, slim arms down and thighs down, you know, remove cellulite, everything. Like everything that looks perfect is because somebody has made it look that way. Very rarely, if ever, do any of these things actually look perfect. And I think that that's something we definitely have to remember that, All these things have been edited. You know, Kim Kardashian doesn't post a picture or video from her phone to her Instagram. Everything goes to her editor first. And then he sends her back an edited copy for her to post. So that just, when you think about that, it just, it should hopefully morph your mindset into uh, something a little more healthy. Like there's no way, you know, there's no way that these people are living like this. And the next topic I kind of wanted to get into is the family bloggers. A lot of these family bloggers are unfortunately exploiting their children, um, coaching them to say and do certain things that they know will be cute for the blog or for the Instagram post. And it's not real life. You know, they make you feel like, oh my God, I want a family. And like, that's so adorable. And the kids are cute and it is nice. And a lot of them do have a real family behind the scenes, but what they show and what they portray, this perfect family, this perfect lifestyle, it doesn't exist. You know, any parent will tell you, even people that aren't parents like myself know that having children is extremely difficult just because they can sit up there and have them in matching outfits and perfect little hairdos with the spiral curls coming down and the matching little shoes. That's not real life. Like in order to get that picture, they probably had to clean throw up three or four times. Somebody probably pooped on their outfit. Somebody ran off the set that they were trying to take the pictures of. They probably got stuffed animals, candy, treats, toys, whatever to keep them in that chair to get that shot. Like there's so much behind the scenes that you really don't see. So comparing their families to your family or your friends' families or whoever, it's just, it's, it's never going to get you anywhere. You know, somebody said a long time ago, comparison is the thief of joy. And I really think that's true. When you are happy with what you have until you look over the fence to see what somebody else has. And then all of a sudden it's just not enough. You have compared yourself out of your own happiness because you were happy before that, you know? So I guess family bloggers, another example, and then, you know, celebrity love. I think I did a podcast on this already. You know, celebrities go over the top for their loves. They go over the top for their romantic peep, their romantic interests. They're trying to put it out there that they'll spend anything. They'll do anything. It's so over the top. But we've seen it time and time again, buying cars for each other, lavish birthday parties, trips, only for them to break up in the next couple of weeks or the next couple of days. So again, it's all fake. When you think about how much money they've spent on different things, you know, especially with Valentine's Day just approaching last weekend, you know, these celebrities went over the top. I think Michael B. Jordan rented out an aquarium for Lori and, you know, custom Cartier, bracelets and a personal chef and flowers all over the place. I mean, it's just not to say that maybe that's something that he really did want to do, or he was just waiting for somebody to come into his life so it could go all out or whatever the case may be. But to sit there and think, you know, wow, I wish somebody would have rented an aquarium out for me. It's like, 
what you probably would want to focus on and what I make it personal, what I would want to focus on more is the relationship behind those gestures. Because I feel like people do big gestures, turn around and cheat on the person or turn around, don't answer their phone calls, turn around, go missing for two or three weeks. I would rather focus on the quality of the relationship, not the trips and the the things that everybody thinks are the most important or that look the best. I just feel like those are the things that you probably don't even, you know, it's beautiful and like lovely to have, but when it really comes down to it, that is not what makes a relationship. And comparing your life to those on social media who seem perfect is so damaging um, to your mental health because it really makes you feel unconsciously lesser than, and you don't want to keep putting yourself through that. You know, it's like, I want to look this way. I want to have curves or I want to be slimmer. I want to have that face with the fillers. I want to look like this. I want to look like that. And it's a consistent feeling of I am not enough and I wish I was more because you're comparing yourself to people who are literally not real. (laughs) These are just personas. They're not real people. You're comparing yourself to an ideal that someone has created in marketing that has been boosted up, you know, into social media and possibly reality TV, YouTube videos, And you are think you are comparing yourself to that persona and that idea. The real person behind that is just as flawed as you, just as maybe insecure as you, has their flaws, has their imperfections, has their good days, has their bad days. And you can't compare yourself to that because it's just not real. You can't compare yourself to something that's so fake. Um, And some helpful hints that I've been doing lately to kind of get over that hump is unfollow celebrity pages you know, unfollow them. Their pages are unlocked. And when something happens or you just want to kind of see what they've been up to, you can head over there, check on them, like what's new and keep it pushing. You don't need a daily reminder of the things that they have and the things that you don't. I just don't think that that's helpful for anyone. Um, the second thing, remind yourself that it's fake. And real life is so much more complex. You can like someone and still recognize that what they post on social media and what they do on, you know, YouTube or whatever is fake. And the real life behind it is so much more complex. It's like, how many times have we seen perfect, happy couples file for divorce? Because they weren't perfect and they weren't happy. You know what I mean? And it's just real life behind the scenes, behind the veil, behind the mask is so much more complex than we can even realize, you know, in real life. Um, And the third thing, log off, you know, enjoy what's real in your life. Find a few, especially if you're, if you feel like you're comparing yourself constantly and getting sucked in you everybody knows that feeling when you just feel sucked into a particular celebrity or a particular show or a particular whatever log off and enjoy what's real in your life everything is phases we this is the last time we'll be able to be in this phase whatever it is for you and you don't want to walk away knowing that you could have been more present you could have enjoyed it more or you could have just been able to sit in the emotions of it more 
before it passes you by for your next phase. If you're so worried about what other people are doing and how they're living and what's going on with them, like, yes, it can be inspirational, but at the same time, it might not come as quick for you. It might not be something that's even in the cards for you at all. And when inspiration crosses over into envy, you're just sitting there like holding your phone, wishing you had the things that they have. And that's, you know, when it begins to get unhealthy. So I'm gonna need y'all to log off as I tell myself to log off. You know, it's not worth your peace. It's not worth anything you got going on in real life to, to sit here and, and deal with them like that. So just don't do it. Protect your peace at all costs, whatever it takes. It's so worth it. And this has been this week's deep dive. Stay tuned for our outro comments. Okay, my beauties, we have reached the least favorite part of the podcast for me, which is where I have to say goodbye to you guys. I just want to thank you. Thank you so much for listening, sharing the podcast, sharing it with your friends and family, supporting our sponsors. Um, And if you want to advertise with us, uh, advertisements are still available. So you can go ahead and um, DM me on the Tea Talk with Shot Instagram or find us on Facebook, Tea Talk with Shot, and send me a message there. And we can walk you through the packages of what we have available. As always, have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. We won't stop until she gets the justice that she deserves. And I love you for listening. Bye.